Hey, welcome back to our Advent Retreat, the joy of the Eucharist, Advent with the Holy Family Daily Retreat. Hopefully you're enjoying it. We're all the way to day 10. Did you ever think we'd make it 10 days into Advent? I didn't. No. Can't believe we're here. Time goes by so fast. (laughs) What are we talking about today, Father? Today, we talked last time about Mary, her Annunciation, her yes. Well, today we're going to talk about Joseph's maybe. Right? He had a little doubt at the beginning. Call me maybe. I don't know about this. What's up with this Mary? (laughs) What's going on? (laughs) I guess I better take a nap and figure this out. And isn't that just the best answer Mm -hmm. to so many of life's questions? It really is. How do I do this? How do I take care of that? I'm so stressed. I'm so anxious. But sometimes you got to just take the nap. Mm Mm-hmm. Just like Joseph. Just, yep. So let's think and talk about his doubt for a little bit. So there are some theories as to why the scriptures say he was going to divorce Mary quietly or because he was a righteous man, a just man, unwilling to expose her to shame, he sought to divorce her quietly. What the heck, Joseph? What the heck? Come on. So, of course, the the one, uh, the first one, first theory that we don't like, I don't even know if Catholics, if we're even, you know, supposed to believe it, was he really thought that Mary had been messing around. Yeah, that's not true. That's not that's true. Ridiculous. But that is a theory. That is one of the things. It's it's the most obvious thing that could be going through Joseph's head. Sure. Right? That, oh, well, we have not been together, but she's pregnant. So but he knew her so well. Right. But how, I mean, how does one get pregnant? Yeah, I know. It's impossible. But <laughs> there are kids listening to this the show. Ask your parents. <laughs> Where do babies come from, this huh? This is fun. Uh-huh. <laughs> right? So theory one, you know, just the natural course of things. Well, she must have been with someone else. And so he, he had questions and sought to divorce her quietly. Now, we don't think that. Number two, he sought to divorce her quietly because when possibly someone was found to be with child outside of before being officially married, the punishment was to be stoned, right? And so Joseph, just her. as a reaction to protect Mary, thought, well, we can't have Mary stoned um, or killed. That's awful. And so I'll divorce her quietly. We'll, we'll do a cover up, right? That one makes more sense. Yeah, more sense, but I still don't like it. I don't like it either. No. So, so the third theory, the best theory, is reverence. Ooh, I love reverence. You do love reverence a lot. <laughs> so this theory is that Joseph, realizing that this child, because of, of the prophecies of the Old Testament, because of who Mar- he knew Mary to be, that there was something really special about this child and really special about Mary. And so he felt himself unworthy to be in- involved in this way and wanted to give Mary the space um, to be totally devoted to God, right? She had vowed virginity um, and was um, had a holy fear of being the father of the Messiah, the, foster, the earthly father of the Messiah. And so out of this reverence, he wanted to say, well, you know, maybe I should step back so that God can go ahead and do what he's doing in Mary's life. And so I will divorce her quietly so she can continue to do God's will. Is this a good time to bring up a question about false humility? I think it's a great time to bring up a question about false humility. So false humility, Father, Mm -hmm. is that when we go into this, oh, I'm just 
small, I'm too little, I'm not this, I'm not that, and some or somebody else could do that great thing that's being asked of them. And so then we make ourselves smaller than we're actually being asked to do instead of going into magnanimity. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so the sin there would be doubting God, not doubting ourselves, right? We A little bit of healthy self-doubt, like, oh, you know, without God's help, I'm nothing, or without, you know, I'm very small, I'm very little. That's true humility. But false humility is just, yeah, exactly what you're saying when we're like, well, God can't use me. There's no way that the omnipotent, all-powerful, all-wonderful God can work in my life. There's no way he could be asking me Me. that. That's nonsense. Um, Yeah, and magnanimity is the opposite virtue, greatness of soul, thinking that with God's help, all things are possible, just like he promised. Not because of who we are, but because of who he is. Exactly. Yeah, and so we can see Joseph um, being reminded in this dream, don't be afraid, right? We're going to talk more about the dream tomorrow, but this false humility can keep us from becoming and, and being exactly who we're meant to be. And sometimes we may think it's from a good motivation, like, oh, I'm sure someone else better will do it, or, or somebody somebody good will step in. I'm just not holy enough. I'm not praying enough. Mm-hmm. I don't read the Bible enough. I don't go to daily mass or adoration. I can have a long, long list of... We don't read the Bible enough, because if we did, we would see that most of the people in the Bible were losers. Truth. <laughs> yes. <laughs> or murderers, or doubters, <laughs> or... Um, you know, they weren't enough and God used them in really powerful ways. Mm-hmm. So, Or just small, like Jeremiah. Yeah. I am too young. God said, no, <laughs> you're not too small. Do not say that. I will right. give you the words. I will put my words in your mouth and I'm going to send you out to all the nations. And so once again, the importance of giving him our yes, yeah. following through. And even if there are doubts that rise in our heart, because there will be, we're human. With the Lord's help, we can work through any doubt, and that doubt can be turned into glory. I do love, though, how Joseph's doubt, all these three things that we've been talking about, ties in with his humility. Mm -hmm. It's so holy. Like, he's not doubting it because he doubts God. His doubt is coming from how humble he is. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And how, how... awesome the mystery in front of him is. And when we do encounter awesome mysteries like that, we fall we fall down on our face and say, how can it be? Like, how can this be me? Right? How can all yeah. of this goodness? That's had to be going through Joseph's head. It's like, what? What did I do to deserve all this? Or, mm-hmm. And this being Joy of the Eucharist podcast, the Eucharist is the same way. When mm-hmm. we look at it, how can, how can this be? This is just some bread. Why'd you pick me? That's nuts. Yeah. Me to be Catholic, my kids, every now and then their little prayer is, God, thank you so much for making me Catholic. And that comes from us talking about how totally blessed we are to be chosen to be Catholic because Mm -hmm. that means that we get Jesus in the Eucharist. And even more, I'm I'm like that with the priesthood, with my priesthood. What? You could have picked so many better dudes. Seriously. And you really mean that. I really do. You really mean that. So many better people you could have picked, but it's me. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But I don't think you could pick better than St. Joseph. So his doubt is unfounded. All right. So for the meditation of the day, mm-hmm. if you're driving, don't close your eyes. But, but prayerfully come, yeah. come into this meditation and with take us. Take some deep breaths. Or quiet down the kids. And if not all of them want to quiet down, that's okay. Shh. 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 Listen to Father. <laughs> Be quiet. Shh. <laughs> 
Come, Holy Spirit. Come, Holy Spirit. Come so he's Holy there. Spirit. Joseph's there, and Mary has given him the news. And he just goes back to his room to ponder for a moment. How can this be? What is going on? So many questions, so many thoughts fill his head. See his furrowed brow and puzzled look. And then he turns to prayer. In prayer, he looks down at his hands and wonders how these dirty, common carpenter hands could possibly be meant to hold the Messiah. It doesn't make any sense. They're rough. They have sores and calluses, maybe a blister. They handle wood and heavy stone. How can they handle the Son of God? Soft, with baby feet. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.